Well, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Didn't Hate It, the movie review podcast where we talk about all kinds of things, movies, comic book movies, news, shows, Mandalorian shows, Boba Fett shows, uh, and today we're talking about <laughs> the book uh, called The Show, The Book, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, we're excited about it. I'm Zach, I'm your host. And these are the idiots who are reviewing all the kinds of things. Ouch. My beautiful wife, Toriana. We just called her idiot. <laughs> Lewis, where are you from, bro? Ant-Man and the Wasp. He was. Louis. <laughs> and then my cousin was. Anyway. Yeah, and then we got deported. And then I got a van. We got the van. <laughs> deported again. But I got the van. Anyways. Uh, and then our lovely assistant. Just <laughs> um, No, we're, we're glad to be back with you. Uh, thank y'all for sticking out on the long haul. This is one of a, uh, you know, we're, we're over 10 episodes in. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> below 20 at this point. Don't know when this is coming out, <laughs> but Thanks here we are. for listening slash watching. Thanks for sticking mm-hmm. around. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you, Ryan, and yeah. our German fan. Yes, all three of you, we're so appreciative. We really yeah. are. Yeah, uh, we so do this for you. Yeah. We're gonna jump right in, right? Um, yeah. So, Book of Boba Fett, yeah. uh, the sequel to The Mandalorian, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I haven't finished it, but by the end of the podcast, I will. That's not true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I finished it. So, let me ask y'all this, guys, as we jump into the Book of Boba Fett, um, and I don't know how to say this except for just jumping out there. What's the plot? And this is non-spoiler. Non-spoilers. <laughs> non-spoiler. Non-spoilers. Would you like can, me to take it? Can, can, can one of us take? Yeah, Josiah, can you tell? Take oh. us through the journey. What's the? Let me tell you, plot. non-spoiler about the book of Boba Fett. So it's about this dude named Boba Fett who was eaten uh, in the Sarlacc pit, or so you thought, but also he was. Um, he crawls out of the Sarlacc pit, and then he's like, "I want to be a gangster, a gang, gig boss," and so he does with the help of his friend who he finds from an asteroid-type crash. And then they take over part of uh, Tatooine. Yeah. Okay. They become a gig boss. Wait, who's his friend <laughs> he finds on a... What's, what's her name? Fang Chan? Fennec, 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 Fennec Chan. Fennec Chan. That was almost recent. Sorry. Chan. <laughs> Chan. I got the Chan part right. But no, it's Shan. Chan. Oh, I got the Chan part wrong. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, so his friend Fennec Chan... Who uh, falls from the sky, and uh, that's all I'm going to say. Not spoiler. Oh, I, w- I would say yeah, but non spoiler. Yeah, non spoiler. She was a Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. So she falls from the sky, and uh, she was shot, and then uh, so now she's like got a robot stomach, and uh, then they take over half of Tatooine, and uh, yeah, yeah, and that's the plot. It's a lot of if you don't got a lot of nice to say, don't say it at all. What my life? Oh, he's like a really nice gangster. Oh yeah, yeah. Boba Fett's a, a great um, gang boss leader guy. Um, it's yeah, it's that. It's a very good back to tank fever dream <laughs> of a show. Because um, at first I don't know, is it a back to tank? Fever dream, or is it real things? I'll say this. If you are a fan of the Tusken Raiders, boy, are you going to have a good time. 
Boy, are you. Briefly, mm-hmm. but you're going to have a good time. I hated uh, Tuscan Raiders growing up, just playing the Lego Star Wars. But I ended up loving them after watching the show. Same. So that part comes up, and it's all, like all flashback stuff. And this is still yeah. non-spoiler, because that doesn't spoil anything for you. Um, but it comes up, and I was watching it with a buddy, and I was like, you know what? I don't care about him uh, spending time with learning from the Tuscan Raiders. I was very wrong about that once yeah. it played out, though, because that's some of the best parts in the whole show. Yeah, I think it's very uh, raised by wolves kind of um, yeah ordeal. Uh, and to be honest, until you said that, I kind of forgotten that he was raised by the. And no, he wasn't raised. That's what I say. It's it's briefly, but it's pretty in depth. It's like yeah. the most in depth about Tuscan Raiders we've had. Yeah, like, it, this whole yeah. time. So so it's, it it was fascinating, but also. Uh, not always fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that Tuscan Raider stuff was kind of more interesting than the gang stuff. 100%. Yeah. I, I felt like we kept going back to the gang stuff and then into the back to tank where we would have a flashback. And into it's the like, back to tank can, you go. can we just like not worry about the gang stuff for like yeah. a few episodes? Because yeah. the gang well, stuff. Well, let's jump into that. Um, uh, Tori, what 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 are some positives of this show that you liked? Non-spoilers. I love how you could see how excited. I know I'm gonna say his name wrong. I apologize, Tamura Morrison. Yeah. I love how you could see how excited he was to play Boba Fett again in this as the main character. In Which the series. I, I I will say. Uh, Tamora Morrison. Tamara Morrison. Tamira Morrison. Tamira. I apologize. Tamira Morrison. If, Tamira, if you're listening and that's wrong, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah. Uh, I, Mr. Morrison. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love that he has, like, with all this new stuff coming out, like, he has, like, 20 years of cameos as all the clones <laughs> and everything yeah. that he can do in all these live action things. Like, I saw a poster, and it's probably fake, but from, like, the um, the uh, Kenobi series, like, it's, like, it's him, but he's, like, agent, uh, not agent, uh, Commander Cody or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, I, I was, too, like, you could tell, like, he really cares about this character and, and, and genuinely is excited about playing, you know. So, yeah. for me, that, that's a big positive. Um, also, Finnick Shan is pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. She's running around doing she all kinds is. of stuff. She's fun to watch. She's awesome. Like in the Power Ranger kids, they were pretty useless, but they're Oof. funny just to watch them. Just like I have a lot of opinions around. on the Power Ranger like, mods. Like they serve no Positive, purpose. guys. Positive. Yeah, uh, but we'll yeah. get there. I, I will say this. I liked a lot of the designs of ships and stuff. Yes. Uh, there's a particular ship, which we'll get into the spoilers here in a minute, that is amazing. And everything that ten year old Josiah dreamed of. Yeah, the cargo, the the like airline freighter. I'm just kidding. Yeah, the bus pod. <laughs> so it's funny. There's a Phineas and Ferb uh, Star Wars episode, and when uh, there's a part where a character's getting on public transport, that happens in the Phineas and Ferb episode, and he's like, "Take that bus pod," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it is a bus pod." Nice. <laughs> Nice. I like that too. Uh, what are you, Louis? You got any positives that you want to dive into? Hmm. Uh oh. Uh, overall, I'm not. Other than uh, just the Tuscan Raiders, like in the first half, like non-spoiler, the first few episodes with the flashbacks of the Tuscan Raiders, I really enjoyed that. Getting to really get to know them and see how they live in their culture. 
Because, like, as a kid, I thought they were just kind of these annoying, just, <laughs> yeah, bad guys that just wants to hit people with their sticks and run away. Yeah, I, I did, too. I, I was I always thought of them as, like, this beast of people, you know. Yeah. Um, growing up. And then that's kind of the way that the Star Wars, early Star Wars kind of portrayed them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's kind of cool to show, like, uh, did kind of dive into definitely the culture of the Tuscan Raiders, but it also like I'll say more in the spoilers. It's kind of hard to talk a bunch without spoiling a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff, but um, it also mentioned something with the Jawa, which made me go, "Oh shoot, those are like human level beings, aren't they? They're like they're not like swamp rats or something. That's probably racist, sorry, uh, Jawas. but like I just always mm-hmm. assumed like Jawas were just like animal type things and yeah, not yeah. like." Like Ewoks. Like, yeah. I always thought like Jawas or Ewoks. Yeah, with a hood. <laughs> with a hood. Uh. They're like the hood version of Ewoks. <laughs> Sorry, the hooded the version of Ewoks. Don't flag us, YouTube. Sorry. The hooded. Um, yeah, they do so, steal a lot of stuff, though. I'll say that about Jawas. So, positives so, <laughs> for me. Love them. Uh, the positives for me was, well, was that we got this um, in-depth look at how how Boba Fett has been changed by yeah. these people um, to become who he who he who we find out who he is yeah. in in the Mandalorian the first I mean second season right yeah. um, which is it kind of fills in the blanks of that but also um, it just it shows us his real motivation because like you know everybody has their thought process of, b- behind who. Boba Fett is, and as his villain, uh, when really like, if you think about it, he's really just a bounty hunter, and the uh, the most of the time when we see bounty hunters in the Star Wars, you know, universe, they are end up being like these morally ambiguous, like villainous characters. But I think what Mandalorian has done, and now Book of Boba Fett shows that, oh, well, really being a bounty hunter is really just a job. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, they're kind of like neutral until the money comes around and then they pick a side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, they're neutral until, yeah, the money. Or until something like Boba Fett or like the Mandalorian yeah. where like something else comes along and, and like. But they have real morals and they have yeah. real, um, you know, motivations behind things. They're not, not just people carrying out a mission, you know, for yeah. Darth Vader or, you know. Whoever's hired them, um, yeah. when when the going gets tough, the tough get going, and they the, the, they make decisions that are pretty cool. I think yeah, it shows depth in their characters. Yeah, um, and, and I like the whole uh, crime lord with heart of gold. Yes, I'm, I'm yeah. a sucker for that kind of storyline. So, um, yeah, you, you got any more positives? Not uh, spoiler free. Yes, yeah. going back to the actor. I love the bits of culture he put in, like when he would do the fight scenes. He did it in The Mandalorian as well, but like his facial expressions and like the movements he would use fighting, it's like the traditional uh, Maori yeah. fighting and like the Hawk, I believe is what they call it. I yeah, thought that yeah. was a really cool and, touch uh, on his part. His uh, theme like uses the uh, that sort of music too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like both yeah. new theme song is amazing. Oh my gosh! That, I like the theme song yeah. better than Mandalorian theme song. Yeah, you did. <gasps> it's very sea shanty, <laughs> very sea shanty esque. But yes, 
Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move into the spoilers. Let's let's uh let's talk about it. Um, you know, spoilers. So if you haven't seen it uh, to this point, go watch it. Pause the podcast and yeah, go watch check it all out. seven episodes, and then come back. Yeah. Back. Um, watch them all. Go back and YouTube it us again. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he just said. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, so so spoilers. Um, we're in spoilers. Do y'all have any positives that are not that are spoilers? For for me, yes. I thought I thought it was great, um, especially towards the end. The first half. It's the best season of the Mandalorian we've got. Yeah. <laughs> the best season of. <laughs> but the that's also my biggest negative is that yeah. it's the Mandalorian. Yeah. I, well, like, I think. Um. Sorry, Lewis. I was gonna say the first half is a good season of Boba Fett. Then yeah. the last half is a good season of Mandalorian. Yeah, well, I'll be honest with you. I was thinking this last night as I was like uh, watching that last episode. I was like, if you called this show the season Mandalorian season three, I don't think anyone would care that the first two episodes have just Boba Fett. Um, maybe sprinkle some other Mando scenes in there and you'd be fine. Like, no one would really bat an eye, but they called it the Book of Boba Fett, and it's barely about Boba Fett. It's yeah. barely. Well, I mean, really, like, we, we always remember the way things end more than we think about the whole thing. It, as it a, got a great ending. I, I'll say um, that. It, it did. As a season of Mandalorian. Um, I kind of wish, and this is spoiler, I kind of wish he would have died, like, yeah. at the end. I, I'm glad he didn't because I, I don't want Boba Fett to die, obviously. But, like, for them to justify this book of Boba Fett storyline, and then bring in all these cameos at the end, and we'll, we'll talk about our favorite yeah. character towards the end that yeah. showed up. But, um, like, it was like, okay, what is the, the deal here? You know, uh, now what's he going to do? You know, at the end we see him, like, kind of realize maybe this whole being a crime boss thing's not for me, and then it looks at some of the characters and, you know, he's like, oh, I guess they're going to be the new crime bosses, you know. <laughs> yeah, or, I don't know. I feel like um, this show did a poor job of showing me that Boba Fett was like a bad mamma jamma, if yeah. you will. Like uh, it just made him look weak in a lot of different ways. Mm. And um, sorry, I know we're on the positives, uh, but it also like every decision he made as like crime boss, kind of dumb. Like he just made a lot of dumb decisions, you know. Mm. Um, it kind of reminded me of the first season of Mandalorian where Mando just keeps, like, getting saved by everyone. And they're all talking about how, oh, he's the real deal. He he can kick some serious butt. And I'm like, wait, but he's getting okay. saved by everyone. <laughs> kind of feels like that for Boba Fett. Got you. What would you think, Tori? Like, spoilers? All spoilers. All spoilers? Yeah. Yeah. I think what we're all thinking. Well. Mandalorian season 2.5, we'll yeah. call it, just to make. Yeah. So, so season three. I love that. So, so the Mandalorian shows up. Yeah, yeah. the Mandalorian. Yeah. We'll go ahead and say it without. And it's just it. two full episodes where Boba Fett's not <laughs> even in it. Yeah. Which, which yeah. I, I say that like it's a negative. It's only a negative because it's called Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. They are the best parts of the show is when Mando shows yeah, up. Yeah. Like spoiler alert: Luke Skywalker is in it more than Boba Fett at one point. Yeah. 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 And honestly, uh, how'd y'all feel about that face stuff? Because I thought it was pretty good. It I looked better. It was, yeah, way better. Yeah, it looks super rendered. Um, yeah, looked real nice to me. They got someone from YouTube who did a deep fake. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. I love that. Well, it's weird that a YouTuber can do better than a million yeah. dollar corporation. I will say the voice sounded off to me, and yeah. I didn't Still, know if they yeah. were doing some weird modulation or something, but like, 
or if it was just un- like an uncanny thing where like I would hear like they'd have a wide shot so you can't see Luke's face, but you would hear like young Mark Hamill speaking and uh, something just didn't feel right to me. So I didn't know if that was just me. I don't know. Like something with like the voice acting seemed a little off to me for some reason. Yeah. He's like, oh, Grogu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I couldn't tell they're like modulating like the, either an actor that like, came in and did yeah. close and they're like trying to tweak it to sound more like him or or what. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, but as far as like the face stuff and and really all of the effects in the in the show is really good. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. So I didn't hear anything like that. Um, I did like I did like most of the cameos. Like I said, yeah. we're gonna get into that. But um, for, for me, like another positive is is like um, you know you in westerns you have these like good sheriff bad sheriff kind of storylines and this was very much a there was a bad sheriff in town and now there's a good sheriff in town yeah you know um especially like when he goes um this guy comes to him and it's like there's these these uh street rats stealing my water you know yeah and then he goes and he goes to deal with it and he finds out how much the guy's selling the water for and like he's like well that's, that's ridiculous that's not cool yeah and so he hires the, the street rats to be okay. part of his team. But let me address this. The mods, the street rats. Mm. I like the design of them. I like mm. the character designs and stuff and, the, and their bikes. It does not feel like that belongs in Star Wars universe. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't like their designs. You don't? See, no. I like the bikes. Like, they have all these mirrors and they're, like, really mm. clean and They're bright, really colorful. retro looking. But for Star Wars, like, I, I was thinking about it in the finale. The uh, eyepiece mm. guy... He's got a, like this really nice, clean white shirt and jacket, and all of the mods are super clean. Their bikes are super clean. How? Yeah, they're street rats. They yeah, roll around in the teenagers. In Tatooine, <laughs> there's not a single character in the entire Star Wars universe that's cleaner than these kids. <laughs> and it's like I call them kids; they're older than me, I'm sure. But you know, uh, so like I like the idea that oh, he's. You know, gotta go hunt down these street rats, but then he winds up hiring them. That's kind of cool, but then I just it didn't fit for me, especially in the finale where they were like pretty integral to what's happening. I just didn't get it. it well, what would you take? I think you had a little bit of a different take on them. No, uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> no? She doesn't, or she's too afraid of me to say. No, I did not enjoy them. I really like how their bikes looked. They were very retro. Me and too. everything. Just not in but Star Wars. But they, it just felt unsubstantial. Maybe they'd fit in Star Trek. Oh, yeah, totally. Because, like, that's one of the appeals, or not one of the appeals, or just one of the things that set Star Wars apart. It's, yeah. like, this dirty, sandy, It's It's a very gritty lived-in universe, you know? And I like that. Thing. So, uh, to piggyback off of that and uh, go straight to the N1, the Naboo Starfighter that he, they find and, and redo. I love that in this one, it seems like they're reusing a bunch of uh, ideas from the prequels. Because they had like the Naboo Starfighter, they have like a bunch of pre-Empire stuff that comes into play, um, and that's the kind of universe Star Wars is, where like they're flying around in a ship that was built like 300 <laughs> years ago. So the, you got these kids, these street rats that are riding around on these brand new sparkling bikes, yeah, brand and new yet, mopeds, yeah, little mopeds, <laughs> and yet they have to steal water, and like, yeah, <laughs> they're stealing water. And then he's talking, yeah, see the whole that whole. The mods just don't work for me because yeah, they're yeah. talking about how much, like, the guy with the eyepiece is like, don't worry, I spent a lot of money on this. I want people to notice this, right? Mm. And it's like, you spent a lot of money on it. 
but you're stealing water because he's he, he's charging too much. And I get it's the principle of the thing, yeah. but come on, it just well that was a weird addition to me. Yeah, um, I th- I like though I like how he's like in these Mandalorian like stuff like they're always building a team. Yeah, yeah, and, and I do like the way that. Uh, Bubba like builds his team like everyone yeah. who's against him. I love that he brings in like the Gamorrean guards. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> They're sent to kill him, and he's gonna like, you know, he's pretend like he's gonna feed them to the Rancor or whatever. Yeah, but uh, he's like, do you want to join me or whatever? They're yeah, like, yeah. And then they really like they had no lines, but like that they really became two of my favorite characters. Yeah, when the, they when they went over the cliff, I was like, oh. I think we I all care, were like, I cared absolutely. more about them than the mods. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. a general consensus. Uh, the, of the, I called them the Bash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of the Rancor, like yeah. also going back to what you said about like Boba Fett not feeling like a that tough of a guy. Yeah. Him riding the Rancor at the end, just amazing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I like though, like when they show up with it, uh, <laughs> and he's like. I would like to write it. Yeah. <laughs> also, let's just talk about Danny Trejo in the Star Wars universe and why he was not in the final battle with them shooting a something. I don't why know. Why wasn't he writing the Rancor? Exactly. Why didn't he have a machete? Why didn't you give him the dark mach- the dark sword machete and he start like swinging at folks, swinging at those little like droids? He's using the Force. Bro, he, he's he a Jedi. Danny Trejo as a Jedi, please. Like he's he secretly a uh, Darth Sidious. Jedi. I take that. <laughs> Danny Trejo as a Sith. Yes, please. Darth uh, Machete. <laughs> Darth pa- Darth uh, Trejo. Pequeno. Darth Trejo. Um, Speaking of dark saber, yeah, dark saber. Can I point out that Mando had to put the dark saber through checked baggage? Oh yeah, okay. I love that. Yeah. I get that they did that so that all of us would have a heart attack from high blood pressure, but that's probably the most tense moment of the show yeah. is when he checks the <laughs> luggage, and so yeah, and then like there's a useless scene of him like just on the bus pod. <laughs> just there for no reason. No, and then, like, like grandchild or something. It wasn't there. useless because he saw the little green child. He's like, "Oh, my little green child! He, I need yeah. him back." Fair enough. Yeah, they kind of pay it back enough. when he drove past them. That's true. That's true. Yeah, the callback. Yeah. yeah, I love though. Oh. Like, the, so he, he goes. Uh, f- well, let's talk about this first. Uh, when Mando shows up, he go. He finds the armor again, and his best friend. <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Pospis. Is it Pospisla? Is that who it is? It's one of the Islas. Pospisla. Fun fact, John Favreau played him. Oh, John. You could, I would have recognized John Favreau, but not Pospis. Yeah. Pospisla. Pospisla. Yeah. Pospisla. Um, And then he's, he like immediately gives up the spear. And I understand why, because, you know, it is dangerous for Mandalorians because it mm. could pierce their armor. And it's kind of weird him walking around with a spear and a lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it though. Like he just has all these weapons. Yeah, I honestly didn't care for the scene where uh, uh, what's his name tries to take it back for his clan. Oh yeah, John um, Fabro. Yeah, John Fabro. <laughs> when uh, Happy Hogan tries to take it back for his <laughs> clan, um, it's just for me. Um, it was just a weird scene, and I think maybe I, w- I was very taken aback. Everyone told me that it, the Mandalorian was going to show up, so like that was spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. I did not realize. No one told me it becomes the Mandalorian. Like it that's really what does. the show becomes. So I think I was in that first episode. 
where it became the Mandalorian, I was taken aback. So, like, I didn't really like a lot of the things that were happening, like him being challenged. And then, like, she's like, have you ever taken off your helmet? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And then she's like, get out. And it's like, <laughs> that, that whole sequence just feels really rushed and weird to me. I don't know. I don't think so. I liked it a lot. Um, because, like, in the first season of Mandalorian, uh, he comes into the their uh, what's it called their, the covert the covert and then uh, he comes up to her and he brings her thing and and the uh, Vizsla the same John Favreau uh, Mandalorian yeah happy uh, he, he like challenges him he's like you dine with the Empire like he sits at tables with the Empire like it's a disgrace so yeah. it's like this callback of like of like this tension between the two. You know, and so it makes so much sense that he would challenge him for the dark saber. It wasn't so much that he challenged; it was the way that it happened, like when it happened, where mm-hmm. it happened, yeah. and the fact that there was. I no guess like, that that could feel a little rushed. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe when like we they get, were training, and then this guy shows up, challenges him, and then Mando leaves because he's now disowned from the clan. It just felt like that was. I I felt like what probably happened. They had it written out, and then someone said, "Ah, oh, you can combine that in one scene." Which yeah. may, maybe they could have. Like I said, it might be that at this point I was not completely sold on it because I was very taken. I was taken off off my game. I love though how back in season two, the finale of Mando season two, he was like, "I do not want this dark saber. Take it." And then like when Paz Vizsla tries to take the dark saber, Mando's like, "No, yeah, it's mine. I will, fight you. <laughs> I will fight you to the death." Bro, I would have been so mad if he didn't have the dark saber anymore. I'd be like. It just fell all into that? space. <laughs> Man, so you know that part where, like, the Rancor is, like, wrecking stuff, and then, uh, like, he gets thrown off of that droid or whatever, and the Darksaber, like, leaves his hand? Well, they never show him pick it up, oh. but, like, in the next scene, he has it. But it gives me anxiety. Like, every time this, this thing leaves this man's possession, I'm always like, get it. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny, though. Uh, and that scene where he's, like, uh, the very opening scene where it becomes Mandalorian season 2.5 yeah, where he's in like that uh, weird meat place and he's like cutting people in half with it. It was amazing. Yeah. And he cuts his leg open with it. Yeah. Yeah. He just shows how much he doesn't know how to use this thing. Yeah. And I did like the whole idea that like uh, he's training with it and then uh, he's like trying to use it like a normal weapon, but it don't work like a normal weapon. I'm kind of a noob to Star Wars lore. Do lightsabers normally get heavier the more you swing them? Or well, here's the thing: like Jedi, um, it, 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 I don't know if this is still canon or not. At one point, it was thought to believe that that je- only Jedi could use lightsabers because yeah. they control the lightsaber, like with you, the Force. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the Force. That that's not canon anymore. Yeah, but, I don't know if it was um, ever canon, like G canon. Yeah. It, it yeah. was like books and uh, stuff. Yeah, a book. Yeah, it's, it's not um, Disney canon. I don't think. Yeah, so like, but it would make sense with the dark saber. It mm-hmm. would make sense that 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 it would get heavier. Yeah, unless you're um, using the force to like yeah. guide mm-hmm. guide yeah. it. So so mm-hmm. it'd be cool if like Mando starts using the force, like Grogu uh, starts teaching uh, Mando how to, how use, to the use the force. force. <laughs> That'd be sick, yeah. actually. But I I, th- I think it's one of those weapons, like she says, like you have to surrender to it, right? Is yeah. that what she says? Something like yeah. That. She's like, you can't, um, you keep fighting against the blade, you can't fight against it. And he's like, I'm not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I liked all that. I just didn't like that. Like a lot of pivotal scenes that were like forced into one scene and then also i was watching a show called the book of boba fett and it was like if if i was a mandalorian guy right and i like the mandalorian 
But I thought, eh, I'll skip Book of Boba Fett. And then season yeah. three of Mandalorian comes out. Y'all going to be lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch it. I mean, you got to watch you, it. You have to. Um, Going back to the, sorry, no, before we move on, back to the, his very first scene when they brought him back in. I love how it shows that he's not stuck in his grief from giving the kid away. Like, it shows yeah. that he was able to kind of go back to bounty hunting. And that's the first time we've really, besides when he got the mithril. Yeah, that for, that's the first time we've really seen him bounty, bounty hunting. Is he done bounty hunting? I mean, because no. Like, I mean, he's got to pay the bills. I mean, how is he gonna fit a bounty on that little ship? Uh, Grogu's gonna have to sit on top of him. <laughs> They're gonna put. He's gonna, just gonna be like legs up to their chin. Strap him to the roof <laughs> like an old minivan. Yeah, or, or like, like a Christmas tree. <laughs> or like like a deer on the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drag him behind. Tell the yeah. thing. Yeah. Drag him behind. Oh no, uh, in that hyperspace. Is a good but I mean, you you saw how he handled that bounty. He just cut him in half. Him in half. Yeah. So it's him. like I'll yeah. take you in he cold. Bring him in cold you now. Can fit more in that pod <laughs> if you separate the pieces. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. fit more than one body. <laughs> Maybe he'll get a shrink ray. Right? Just yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe Paul Rudd will you know, pin particles. Put Paul Rudd in his pocket. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will say uh, at the end where Grogu's in the little pod and he's like. Banging dead, on the thing. Dead. I'm like, uh, honestly, child uh, imprisonment laws here. He's like yeah. just stuck in this little bill. It's funny, though. But yeah. I knew that spot was going to be for him. We all did. Um, Grogu's a national. I, I did see a meme. <laughs> it was like, it was like uh, Mando shows back up on Tatooine talking to Boba. And he's like, he's like, and then she said, I'm not a Mandalorian anymore. He's like, bro, you have the Darksaber. You tell her she's not a Mandalorian <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah, like how are you going to kick out the Mandalore? Yeah, the guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say too, like a lot of the cameos you all were talking about. Who's the um, the woman that's the ship worker? What's her name? Pelly. Pelly. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's great. She needs her own show. She honestly, I would watch like a show where she just like fixes things. fixes cars and just has conversations. Like the them. major like, ships in the Star Wars it's universe. That, uh, yeah, it's that, that Kevin James show on Netflix, but with yeah, the, yeah, the, the pit or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Han Solo comes by one day and just leaves it. Yeah, and she's just well. trying to talk his ear off about this yogurt she's eating or something. She apparently I, made it with a. Um, Jawa, which is weird. Okay, so that's what I was talking about. She dated a Jawa, which I have a lot of questions about, um, but mostly um, questions I can't ask on this podcast, mostly. Um, but it's really like, who is she? Where does she come from? Why is she so open-minded about like just dating Jawas? And then there's that part at the end where the twi- the Twi'lek that's been a butthole the whole time, yeah. he gets behind her. And they like start talking, and he's like, "Hold," uh, she's like, "Hold on, I'm busy," or something like that. <laughs> and like, she's totally good to get together. She's <laughs> multilingual as well. Like she knew she the frog everything. language, and yeah. obviously Jawa. She and was speaking Grogu's language too. Cause, cause and the droid, like, she can speak droid. Yeah, yeah, like she's to all the droids. Well, I think that's like a Tatooine. Uh, I think if you live on a desert planet, you speak all these languages because. Because doesn't uh, Luke knows droid, so does Ray knows droid. That's true. But they're like, it's like a lot of big trade Rey. planets. Are Maybe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could explain it. But she, she's like a specialty. Yeah. Oh, why didn't Luke show up at the end? Isn't Tatooine his home? Uh, yeah, but yeah. I feel... So when, when the X-Wing lands and the thing opens, and I'm like, uh, I bet he didn't show up because that way it would be harder. Because like if Luke 
just comes out with a lightsaber. He's just slashing through stuff. Like with the yeah. the death troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Like like would he have problems with those uh, bubble droids or whatever they're calling them? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he would. But would would it be a lot easier with Luke? Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little too easy. So, I, it did feel a little more insur- insurmountable without Luke for sure. But what I don't like is I feel like Boba Fett had like this infinite amount of money, kind of, and he had a ragtag group of people. Why? There's really no one you can uh, hire, or and then you know uh, we haven't even mentioned Cad Bane shows up at one point, uh, yeah. yeah, which is oh, great, yeah. uh, and he looks awesome. Uh, couldn't you have hired him before he got hired by this? I get he's like ruthless and like well, we don't like, like him, right? So to actually, there's a um, a is it is it Rebels? There's a unreleased Rebels scene um, episode oh, really? where uh, young Boba Fett and Cad Bane. Like the dent on Boba Fett's helmet is from Cad Bane. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's unreleased. Like you can find the unfinished episode on YouTube, but um, basically, like they have a rivalry. So like probably Cad Bane probably like, Boba's. I'm yeah, but Boba. you're telling me he didn't have a rivalry with the Wookiee that he hired that tried to kill him in his sleep, yeah. or with <laughs> the bods that just were like, "Get out of here, old man." They literally called him an old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah the greatest insult of all time. Yeah, but but th- that all goes back to like just because he had back issues, don't yeah. mean he's old. <laughs> that goes back to the Tuskins trusting him after he takes out right. G- uh, Gordo from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, That's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so, I guess he's like more trusting of people now when he should not be because the last people he trusted ended up in the right. Sarlacc pits. Well, I, I really liked that he started just like, oh, you tried to kill me? Uh, you needed a job? You get laid <laughs> off? I, I like that a lot. I just feel like some parts of that, like the mods especially, did not fit the universe. And then like um, the Wookiee I thought was great. Um, and... I, I would have done with a little more development on those relationships. Um, but other than that, I, I did like, overall, I liked the whole thing. You know, you, you know what I really liked? And uh, and we're going to jump into characters in a second. But what I really liked was um, was Phoenix Shan was able to take out all the, like she mm-hmm. takes out the Nightwind assassins. Mm-hmm. She takes out all those people at, the end, you know, yeah. and like it's like they pulled their best player yeah. when they needed her the most like, at the like, end. Finnick, go get him. He's like, okay. Yeah. And when Finnick could have just killed yeah. everybody, it yeah. just feels yeah, like, like she spends so. most of the last episode just running to the. Well, that's the thing, too. <laughs> I, I had the thought, too. Uh, when Boba Fett's like, all right, we're gonna go back to the palace, hold up there, and then the girl, the mod, who I don't like, is like, uh, no, we have to do it here in this hole. And he's like, why? And she's like, well, for the people that live here. And I thought, wait a minute, people live in that area. If you go back to the palace where no one lives, you're decreasing the chance for death, right? For for someone to get Well, hurt. I understand the mods were like, we're staying here to protect the people. But she was endangering the people. Yeah. See, that's why I say Boba Fett needs to be a strong leader and be like, lady, I hear what you're saying. We need to protect the people. The best way to do that is to take this army that's coming for us instead of doing it in the middle of town. Let's go to the little secret palace that I have set up, set up. That way, if we get completely destroyed, no one else gets hurt. Teenagers, True. man. Teenagers, man. Teenagers. You gotta take them bikes away before they become mods. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. we let's talk about that. Let's talk about characters and cameos. Uh, first, do y'all think there's too many cameos? Mm, it depends what you mean by cameo, but no. Well, like, 
you know. Because like I would not say Mandalorian is a cameo. <laughs> well, He's I would. I would, I would not because that's yeah. two full episodes where it's just him. He's that is a, a main, main character, character in the show at this yeah, point. True. So characters. Char- yeah. Who who was y'all's favorite character that showed up? Oh. Lewis has, is eager yeah. and ready to go. It is no one. It is Burner. The you know the meta guy with the robot hand. He is yes. one of my favorite like Burn. jazz artists. Like he's, oh yeah, he's right. Thundercat. He goes by Thundercat. Yeah. I love his music. If he's watching, he isn't. But I love you, <laughs> <laughs> Thundercat. Oh, I love man. how the whole cast of Book of Boba Fett is supposedly <laughs> watching this. Yeah, <laughs> how we've apologized sure to yeah. them all. Well, let me say mine since we're talking to the people watching. Uh, Danny Trejo, thanks for watching our podcast. <laughs> You were awesome, and I want more Machete in uh, Is that in your favorite character? Honestly, yes. It was just great to see him. I, I, I like when he's like, he, he reveals the, you know, t- the rancor. He shows him to Boba Fett. He's like, this is your master. And then like, he, he walks out, and the, the, he gets sad. He's like, no, it's okay. He'll be back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay, puppy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I could have used so much more of Danny Trejo in that. Uh, what else? Who, who was your favorite character? Tori. So Cobb Vanth was pretty great. Cobb but Vanth. I'm going to be this person again. Mando. Mando. I will yeah. be, I'm sorry. Obviously. Mando. That's when the show picks up. Is when he's I love, love him that Cobb so Vanth, uh, Timothy Oliphant, is yeah. just t- uh, given, Raylan yeah. Givens like, yeah. again. Uh, I love that. Um, so if you're watching, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go on a limb here. Tim, Tim. And I'm going to say my favorite character was an early character. And it was the the black female Tuscan. Yeah, she. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's watching this. Certified yeah, for sure. I feel it for yeah. sure. Thank you. Um, Certified BA. If you're watching. <laughs> Get them. Uh, I, I, I did love the the whole thing. Is like he's like showing them how to drive the yeah. uh, whatever they called like a banda. Yeah. Like a banda Luke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, we never saw a body. Of the so, yeah. the yeah. black haired lady, right? Yeah. So maybe there is still out there. So maybe maybe there's a spinoff coming. Yeah, black um, Tatooine sand lady. Rainer lady. <laughs> that's the title. The working title. <laughs> yes, that's the working title. <laughs> who, who else? What other characters y'all like? Um, as far as like cameos, seeing Cad Bane was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. But that's all it was. <laughs> and then he died. Yeah, or I'll say I'll say that I don't like if if he did, which I don't know. Kind of useless. Like I wish they would have just used him a little better if well, he did that. I like that. I like in this universe that there's a character called Cad Bane who just walks around just literally with a gun, with a pistol, around. and it's like you can't kill me. <laughs> no armor has to breathe artificially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I get. I did think it was funny. The character with no nose is like, I wouldn't be sticking my nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't I even have a nose that. to stick anywhere. I like, I like when uh, Mando shows up to uh, try to get the people of Freetown now to come and fight, and then the the, the deputy's like, "Who are you?" And yeah, he's, like, he's new. Also, what a terrible deputy! He got his sheriff killed. He shot the sheriff well, and the deputy. Well he was in the back of the tank. He was in the back tank at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also love how when they would be like Moss Pelgo 
or Moss Eisley, and then they're like, oh, it's Freetown now, and then they would just kind of pause, and then anyway, yeah, Freetown. They wouldn't yeah. even question that they've renamed oh, this yeah, yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. yeah Freetown, uh, cool. I, I do like that Boba Fett, because he, he did that at one point, where he calls it Mo- Moss Pespo or whatever, and they're, they're like, it's Freetown, and he's, he's like, okay, Freetown. Freetown. I like, like that he's <laughs> open-minded as a Dymo, but the problem is he's a little too open-minded, because he looks yeah. like a... A little pansy sometimes. Like well. I'm just gonna be honest. I'd pick a fight with him because he's just out there walking around, just like. And then when he gets attacked the Got first time in the, er, in the early uh, uh, part of the se- season, he gets attacked, and honestly, they make him look like a little punk. Well, somebody was like, "Why didn't he just fly out?" <laughs> well, he didn't want to just leave Finnick, you know. And his Finnick can thing. handle herself. Yeah, We've proven like, this. Obviously, Finnick's solution was to sick Finnick on him. Yeah, yeah. Like, get him, get him, girl. Yeah, dog. it's like. I really don't understand a lot about that show, uh, particularly why Boba Fett did some of the things he did in the style that he did. And I get that's kind of the point. So maybe it's an artistic choice. But there's just some things that Boba Fett would have been a better character if he would have represented as a stronger character. It's like Mando. When Mando shows up, you're like, oh, they're going to wreck some crap. Oh. When Boba shows up, it's like... He might hurt his back. I don't yeah. know. He might wreck some crap, or he might, yeah. you know. Yeah, careful, old man. Yeah, he gotta go back to the back. <laughs> well, I already said I love the um, the uh, the Bash Brothers, uh, the Gamorrean Guards. Yeah, they're great. Um, they're real G's. We can't not mention Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah, yeah. Beast. Yeah, um, he's awesome. I, I, I like how like. Everyone's presumed dead except for the modders, and then like Black Crescentian is walking up, got people on his back still. He's literally dragging people. That was people. a really fun scene actually, when like uh, someone like flies off and they're like looking at it, and then you see him come in, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's here, he's there oh, too. Uh, I like he's the scene where uh, Mando and uh, Boba are working together. Like and they're having a shootout and they're both getting shot. They're falling and, and like uh, w- at one point, uh, Bando is like hiding behind Boba and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. At another and point, like as cover, and, and I'm like, they come flying in there and they're yeah, oh. yeah. And that guy falls off the roof and they're shooting him like 50 times while he's falling. <laughs> I know that was the best part yeah. of the series. I think they yeah. just keep sh- he's dead. Yeah. And he's the rancor, dead. Uh, him riding it is yeah. pretty sick. Just That's pretty enough slices. I'll say that helped a little bit for me. But I was like, couldn't he have done that in the first little... And not that he had to do that the whole time. I get the point of a good character is that he has some vulnerabilities. But also, if he's a Dymo and he's trying to convince these people that he's like the real deal, he didn't do a very good job up front, you know? I guess it all panned out. But up front, I have some notes, Bubba, okay? Bubba. One final thought. What did y'all think about Grogu's choice? I think we'll probably see more of that. I think it's not the last choice he'll make. <laughs> I think he'll make the same choice in season three of Mandalorian because you, you know what I thought yeah, was going to happen. Or grape juice. <laughs> I thought when when the Rancor's like unleashed on the city and he calms the Rancor down, I thought that he was going to pull the lightsaber out and just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just rough him up a little. <laughs> no, just like stab him in his head. Just like, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Bubba said, no, no, <laughs> your pet killed my pet. <laughs> and kick Grogu like a football. <laughs> just punch him. <laughs> he can do backflips now. Watch out. <laughs> but uh, I, I did like uh, a little joke. He's a little joke. gymnast. I, I, he's I, our I, little gymnast. He, he puts it to sleep and then he's like, snuggles up. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, part of me was scared the Rancor was just going to eat him. <laughs> I was afraid he was going to, like, just roll over at the end part. <laughs> just crush him. Yeah. I love Grogu's choice because at the current moment we're at, 
Grogu is a Jedi no more and Mando mm-hmm. is a Mandalorian no more. And so they like left Without the past they knew the best for mm-hmm. each other. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Uh, but like I said, I don't think it's going to end there. I think no. uh, Mando's going to try to take him back. That's, yeah, yeah. that's my speculation. Oh, and we may get a Amanda versus Luke. And he's gonna get beat real quick, but that was gonna kill versus him. Luke yeah, just instantly. But, uh, if he does go back with Luke, uh, wouldn't that mean Grogu dies eventually? Well, apparently, like, since the temple just got built, and I, I don't know exactly where we are on the timeline as far as Star Wars goes, but I think we're still like a good ten years ish away. I think. Fact check me on that, but I think Kylo or Ben. Yeah, Ben. He was just born or yeah w- yeah so we're g- a good like 10 20 years away right something yeah, yeah. He's 10 more years 11 yeah yeah so exactly so so it's possible that like he goes back learns more and then but i don't know what really what's in store i i think it kind of puts mandalorian in a weird position where their third season's going to pick off pick up where they're like there's a half a season missing so it's like mm. and i get well, it they may go back they may i hope not I don't know. I we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because like Christmas, they're pushing for Christmas, but I, they have paused production because we'll see um, safety concerns. So, anyways, we'll I'm see. I'm really sad that uh, those Twilix that take your helmet and put money in them are dead. Oh, yeah. I can I point out uh, where Boba uh, Fett was. Max Rebo survive. Oh yeah, <laughs> is he safe? Is he all right? <laughs> Did he survive another attack? Oh, um, like, Max, Max, the little blue guy, yeah, the yeah. musician. Oh, yeah, piano. Oh, maybe he will. I see. don't know much about Star Wars, but I know Max Rebo. Next time I he's know gonna him. Play piano with one hand. <laughs> um, he survived, but just barely. Yeah. I um, love how Boba Fett was like talking to the woman who runs like the cantina. He's like, "Yeah, we'll do whatever we can to make sure your business thrives." And that's in the recap for the episode where the cantina blows up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's thriving all right. <laughs> Is this the first time we're seeing flesh-colored like? Uh, no, flesh? probably she, there not. There was one in um in one of the prequels. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I thought her skin was really weird. Like it was like almost she flesh colored, but it was more yeah. orange. Yeah, yeah. See, I. I and and the guy too, the the guy, the annoying guy that's talking a lot. Um, I, I actually wound up liking him more than I should. Um, it, it's weird to see a flesh toned Twi'lek. It's yeah. weird to see a Twi'lek that isn't like bright green or blue. Yeah, not trying to be blue. racist. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> trying to be racist. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Just just saying. Well, uh, well I what, prefer what my Twi'lek screen. Did you hate it? You didn't hate it. I liked it a lot. I didn't hate it. Even the parts with Boba Fett. I Which it. is terrible to say. I have two different answers. No. As yeah, a Boba Fett show, it or you hate it. it's bad. As Mandalorian Season 3, I didn't hate it. It's actually a pretty good season. If you're asking me, is Boba Fett a good Boba Fett show? Mm-mm. It's not. Is like it a good show? Yeah, kind of. Because <laughs> yeah. the Mandalorian, thank God. I feel like they could have called it like the Book of Star Wars or something. It would yeah. have been way better. I, I still would have said if you would have done Mandalorian... And then just like add a couple scenes in the first two episodes with Mando, and it's mostly about Boba Fett. And we barely cut to Mando at all in the first two episodes. I'd be much more forgiving about that than doing a whole new show called Book of Boba Fett to focus on, you know, the Mandalorian we all know himself, Boba Fett, and then it's not really focusing on him. It's it's really, I say half and half between him and Mando. But really, it's Mando. Mando steals the show. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Did you hate it? I did not hate it. 
I didn't hate it. I liked it. I thought it was good. But, you know, I'm easy to please. So, uh, y'all let us know what y'all thought about it. Um, leave a like, a review if you can, if you're listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and they have a review. That really helps yeah. us out. Um, I do want to thank uh, our sponsors, DeSoto Arts Institute, teaching the next generation of filmmakers right here in the Mid-South area and um, Rockwell Visual. Um, call them for all of your visual needs. Thank you so much, and thanks for sticking around. Yeah, let yeah. us know in the comments who would win in a fight, Tori or the Wookiee from uh, Book of Boba Fett. What was his name? Black Chrysanthian. Black Chrysanthian. Black Chrysanthian. Can we call him that? That's yeah. his name. <laughs> okay, Black Chrysanthian. <laughs> Played by Corey uh, Jones. Yeah. Terry Jones, sorry. Yeah. Black uh, Chrysanthian versus Tori, who would win? Yeah, uh, bye to our German fans. Yep. And if there's a guy named Jonathan watching, bye to you as well. Bye, yes. Jonathan. And yeah. apparently the entirety of the cast of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Yes. Thanks Goodbye. for watching, guys. Y'all are busy, yeah. so yeah. appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Don't Thank sue you. us. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening to Didn't Hate It. Be sure to subscribe and head over to DeSotoArtsInstitute.com if you'd like to know more about us. DAI, and our filmmaking and teaching endeavors. We write, create, shoot, and more. Consider making a donation to help us continue our mission of passing along knowledge to our young friends so they can do the same.